tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC Tonight Fix the Country Movement Vows to defy police And go ahead with planned three day protests at the seat of government, despite the police serving organizers with a court injunction application. No member of the security forces is being invited to this demonstration. This is a demonstration which... I fix the country and the police over this three-day protest at the seat of government with the police now filing an application and announcing that it has successfully served it on the organizers. Well, there is a strongly worthy statement tonight from the organizers as well, determined to call the bluff of the police. We'll get into that pretty shortly. But listen uh, to convener of the group laying out why they've taken the decision to hold the protest tomorrow. We are engaged in what is a peaceful demonstration. The freedom of assembly and the right to protest is constitutionally guaranteed to every citizen. This is an activity that we take on and the right we are exercising solemnly in reminder of what we have gotten to as a society. It is not an invitation for chaos. And I know that some of the conversations around 
uh, Jubilee House and anything which demands accountability, particularly because we are under a regime that has weaponized fear. That so much fear has been weaponized that anybody feels that if they are exercising their rights, they are going to come under attack. I assure you, for as long as our cameras are alive, so for as long as our resolve is settled, we will make sure that every person who is coming there will be protected. We are, we are putting together volunteer marshals who are going to provide protection uh, and security to everybody and organize and help orderly control of, of everybody there. Now, one of the bigger conversations that we have had in preparing for this match is the conversations around uh, military overthrows in the sub-region. And it's important that we address this head-on. One, and importantly, no member of the security forces is being invited to this demonstration. This is a demonstration which is open only to civilians. And never in my recollection of the history of this country have civilians engaged in an unconstitutional overthrow of the government. This is not the purpose of this gathering. The purpose is to remind duty bearers that we citizens demand for a different kind of leadership and to improve the face of our democracy. Well, my colleague, uh, who also uh, has been following this very closely for us with the uh, Legal Affairs Dex joins us right now in the studio. Kotunyakothi, please, they've issued a statement tonight. Have they secured a court injunction? They have secured no injunction. In fact, a statement from the police indicates that they have filed an application at the court and successfully served the organizers of the group, identifying itself as Democracy Hub in connection with a planned demonstration within the vicinity of the Jubilee House from Thursday, 21st to Saturday, 23rd September 2023. In fact, they said that as they wait for the court to determine the matter, they wish to urge the public to take note and disregard any calls from individual or groups encouraging them to assemble for a demonstration at the Jubilee House. And they equally wish to urge the organizers to respect the due process in, in the interest of public order and public safety. And the organizers have also responded in kind. They are asking the public to also disregard the police. Yes, and, and, and that is true. In fact, they indicate that they are appalled by the desperate and likely partisan attempt by the police to disrupt their peaceful and democratic mobilization of the upcoming occupied Julobi house picket. In fact, they are inviting the general public to disregard a statement which is riddled with misinformation and their picket will proceed as planned. In fact, they are inviting the general public to assemble at the 37 Trotro station from 6.30 a.m. tomorrow for an onward march to the Jolobi house as they choose to call it. And their decision follows that of the legal position taken by the government, the electoral commission, that the mere filing of an application does not prevent the exercise of their constitutional rights. Well, thank you very much, Coach. I want to bring in convener for uh, the group, uh, Oliver Bakavoma, who joins us right now on the line. Oliver, they, I see the police statement and they are very emphatic that they have successfully served it on the organizers. Have you been served? Um, no member of, of Democracy Hub, Face the Country, or any of the associated groups organizing the packet have received or been served with any application. In fact, the first time we heard about it was a number of media houses who were calling us and drawing our attention to the circulation on social media of the statements of the police. Now, we feel that the police have invited us to respect due process of law, and we have always abided by the due process of law. But we know of no law that serve people of the court process on social media. And we, as long as we're not privy to what the police are talking about, we are not going to confirm or deny whether, in fact, any application has been made to the court. 
And that notwithstanding. But if an application has been made, um, isn't the announcement enough that at least it has been made and you know of it now? Well, as far as I'm concerned, they are claiming that uh, an application has been made. And by their own admission, there is no court order which is stopping the process from going ahead. In fact, we know that the government has taken a legal position, and that position has been affirmed continuously. One, by Ghana, the Ghana Revenue Authority, which continues to apply and charge e-levy, even though there's a court, and a, a, a court application and a, a case which has been brought against, against that e-levy, and they have still proceeded to implement it. We know that there's an, a court action against the Electoral Commission, against the limited registration, but yet we are still going ahead with it. So it seems very clearly, and everybody can understand that the legal position is that the mere filing of any application does not operate as an injunction to bar people from going forward. It is our hope that the police, uh, and we understand that they have a legal department, that the legal department will take the time to explain the process, the position of the law to them, and that they will come and abide and respect their obligations under the, under the public order. If you are served, would you call the protest off? No, if we are served, unless we are served, and let me be clear, unless we are served with a court injunction that requires us not to go ahead, and we can talk about and debate about the morality of such an injunction. Of course, the courts have been complicit in some of the misbehavior of the police who respect that court order. Because one of the things we do not want to is to follow those who have decided that we are not going to respect the authority of our democracy and join them uh, in their misbehavior. So as long as we do not have an injunction of the court, we will proceed. If we are still with an injunction of the court, then absolutely part of the protest. The police is basing this on the questions of public order and public safety, and they are asking the public to disregard what you're planning to do tomorrow. Don't they have a case in this? They have to provide security for your own uh, leadership and anybody else who is joining you tomorrow. And they're, they're saying to you that they can't do that tomorrow for whatever reason. That's why they've taken this, this course of action. Uh, that's fine. I mean, I think that one thing is clear. We think that what the police is doing is an intentional attempt to depress the number of people who are going to show up. And it may well have that effect because of us, a number of people may look at this and become apprehensive that we have a police service that is undisciplined, that they may come out of this behavior. So people might genuinely fear. But I do think that the vast majority of people they are hearing from are saying that they are going to go ahead and show up for the pickets. And that's what we're going to do. And it is important that we remind ourselves that one of the prices we have paid to no longer live under a discussion is the protection of the Constitution. And we do not want the police service that behaves like some of the police services that, that we have known in other African countries that have invited a destabilization of those countries. We serve our democracy and we want it protected. And for which reason, we are going to show up and turn up in support of that democracy. But then you run a risk. If anything goes wrong, you'll be held liable. You are now subject now to arrest and possible prosecution. In fact, what, the only thing that can go wrong is that the police will not respect their legal obligations. Whether the police decide to abuse the law and arrest me, it's not the first time an individual has been unjustifiably arrested by the police. But I have the ultimate faith in our democracy that the, the, the right thing would prevail. Those who abuse the power in order to suppress dissent have never won that the act and the moral act of justice always bends in favor of those who stand up for what is right. So they may go ahead and decide to do whatever. In fact, I cannot control what they decide to do. What I am telling you is that we are going to show up and we are going to be peaceful. We're going to have our hands raised all the time to show that we have no intention of attacking the police or whatsoever. And if they put any roadblock, they're just going to stand in front of the roadblock without breaching that. 
But what we want to show is that we want to stare down abuse of power and show that it is ultimately resistance and the morality of justice that wins. You, you just said that you can control what the police plans to do, but can you control what the individuals joining you tomorrow to protest will do? Well, even if you've been in this country, since the country has organized nine demonstrations, the last demonstration we organized was in Temani, with over 15,000 people showing up to demonstrate. It's a singular. And I repeat, not a single piece of the country demonstration has resolved into chaos. Not a single person has been injured. In fact, we take our time to sweep our streets while we are at it. So, yes, we have protected the systems for ensuring that citizens that come up are law-abiding. With that invitation, the police decide, as they did with the Arise Ghana demonstration, to show up and become a jump provocateur. That is on to them. But as far as we are concerned, and the individuals who show up for our demonstrations are concerned, we are completely interested in our democratic culture. Why else do they do anything? There's no evidence of it. Stay with me. I want to bring in lawyer and uh, former ranking on the Constitutional Legal Affairs Committee, uh, Inusa Fuseni, who joins us right now on the line as well. Um, Mr. Fuseni, thank you for your time here on Top Story. So the police ha- claims they have successfully served this on the, on the Fix the Country movement. As you just heard there, the conveyance say uh, they haven't received it. But the police say that that, uh, that in itself should stop them from proceeding. And they, I, I urge them to respect the law. What do you say about this? Uh, Evans, uh, good evening for uh, and thank you for having me. Evans, uh, uh, we need to go back to the Public Order Act, uh, Act 936, and read carefully Section 1, Subsection 1 to 7. Uh, my understanding is that the uh, police have not notified uh, or informed the demonstrators to either hold or postpone or change the route of their demonstration. And neither have the demonstrators, because they have not done that, uh, the demonstrators have not written back under Section 5 to refuse to comply. And so Section 6, which invokes the, uh, the jurisdiction of the court to step in, has not even materialized. I mean, the police will be shaken or running away from their responsibility to provide protection if they fail to provide protection to the demonstrators tomorrow. Because there are procedural requirements from Section 1, subsection 1 of the Act, to Section 7. And each section, each subsection, is very important. If the demonstrators did not apply to the court five, I mean, to the police five days before the intended day of the demonstration, the, the police have every right to refuse. If the demonstrators refuse to provide the name, the route, the destination, the time, the, the purpose of, of the unsuccessful uh, session two, then they would have breached the act. So there are requirements. If the police thinks that there will be uh, public uh, compromises in public defense, uh, public order, uh, public safety, uh, public health, and the run of essential services or the violation of rights of persons, then they invoke section four. You see, so there are, there are procedural requirements. And, and, and listening to this whole debate, I don't think that the procedural requirements actually imposed on the police have been complied with. And so I don't know the basis upon which they are going to court. In fact, their right to go to court under Section, section 6 has preconditions. It has preconditions. That is... There must be a refusal to change the route 
or a refusal to comply with, I mean, within 48 hours. That invokes the right of the police to go to court. The right doesn't exist alone. It's founded on certain things. Those things must be met before you can go to court. The police can go to court. The police cannot just get up and decide to go to court. No. I invite the police, like Becca uh, 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 said, I invite the police department to critically look at section 1, section 1 to 7 of the Public Order Act. And you will come to the conclusion that every step matters in invoking the jurisdiction of the courts to settle the impasse between the police and the demonstrators. Let me, let me get some clarity from uh, Baka Vama. Baka, when you met the police, and I doubt even if you have, you have done so, did they indicate any objection to the protests and the intended route? Uh, absolutely not. In fact, we notified the police as far back as the first August 2023, over a month before. Hello, Oliver. Hello, Oliver. Okay. Yeah, hello. Yes, I lost you briefly. You say you okay. notified them as far back as? Yes, that we notified them as far back as 21st August, which is over a month ago. At no point have the police indicated to us that they are unable to provide security for, for the event. In fact, the last communication we had with them was on just this Saturday past, where we had written to them that we wanted to be able to visit the location with them. So that if there are any areas of the forefront of the Jubilee House that they don't want civilians or protesters to have access to, we can mark those out and then they can shield those away from the public. And they told us that they don't usually work on Saturdays. So let's put that within the week. Then the next thing we see is a press statement claiming that they, they have served any offense of any, uh, any... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. 
Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. I mean, but all they've done really is simply to use a legal process here and go to court and file the uh, application on yourselves as they claim. Uh, nothing wrong there, is there? I, I wish it was so simple. As, you know, as the Honorable Minister was explaining, that there are procedural steps through which a person must go through before you get to filing an application. The fact that the process doesn't invite you to file any application in order to create an expectation uh, or a process to abuse other people's rights. That's not what the courts exist for. The court exists to fulfill rights and not to violate them. So I don't know where they feel that there's a certain entitlement that the mere filing of an application, if in, so, if in fact one did happen, entitles them to block citizens from exercising constitutional rights. When they have, what the law required of five days, they give them a month's notice. And yet they still to take, to, to reach out to us to be able to reach an understanding whatsoever. Uh, Oliver, stay with me. Inusa uh, Fuseni, stay with me as well. Um, this protest was scheduled to go ahead at the uh, seat of government, the, the presidency, to be very precise, for three days. I want to bring in a man who works there. He's a presidential staffer, uh, but also the executive secretary of the Interministerial Coordinating Committee on Decentralization. He is Dennis miracle -Abwaji. Hello, uh, Dennis. Thanks for time here on Top Story. Thank you for having me. Uh, so, Tomorrow, where you work, would have seen many people gathering uh, to protest, to protest against corruption, to protest against the economic challenges. Tonight, the police have sought an uh, application and they claim they've served it on them. Um, and this is a party that believes in the, in the rule of law and the democracy. Yeah, they, of course, as you've had argued, this is your right and they should simply be allowed to register their protest against the issues that I've outlined. Where do you stand on this? Well, it was I to be very sincere and fair to your listeners, but for um, a few hours ago, about now two ago, I didn't even know that there was a, an impending demonstration tomorrow, and um, I also don't think that uh, there's a problem with anybody wanting to demonstrate against whatever reasons. People have several reasons why they demonstrate. There are others who also disagree with the reasons why um, people demonstrate on, on various issues. But like, like you said, we're in a democratic dispensation and uh, we are allowed to express our views in, in various forms and ways. <laughs> the same democratic uh, dispensation gives individuals and organizations mandates under the law to, to also execute as such. So I... I don't think government has any problem with anybody demonstrating for whatever reason. People demonstrate for personal reasons, selfish reasons, political reasons, disguised in or behind so many other reasons. So that's allowed. People also demonstrate for genuine reasons. That's, that's also allowed. And government has no uh, reason to to be, be worried if anybody wants to, wants to, wants to protest. And I hear, I had a conversation and I heard that the police have um, filed an application or, or, or something of that sort. Yeah, they have filed an application. 
that's the police. Maybe you should talk to the police. Um, there, there are ag- allegations, though, that this is this is politically motivated, motivated I mean, by by course, by your government. Of course, what else? What else do you expect? I mean, what else do you expect from 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 whoever is organizing this? Are you this behind process? this to stop I the protest from going ahead? Of the, what else do you expect? Um, ultimately, they must draw. Uh, government into this the police have their job you you keep making the point that we are in a democracy and the democratic principles allows allows the same democratic principles also have given institutions mandates and when the institutions exercise the mandate then you want to try and draw others who have nothing to do with that institution into 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 it sometimes the double the double standards uh, they are too much government has no problem with anybody protesting the police have their job to do. It has nothing to do with the government. Call the police on the line and ask them why they, they, they've taken the position that they've taken, but it has nothing to do with government. And I don't think um, government will be drawn into into uh, this, whatever it is between protesters and, and, and police. They, they should do whatever they want to do. And um, protesters can go on to protest if they want to. Police can also execute their mandates um, within the law as, as it's prescribed. If you disagree with the police, there are the same, we did the same political disposition. There are processes for you to, to follow. But this has nothing to do with government. Um, you can try to drag government into it, but ultimately the listeners and your viewers will know that this has always been the modus. When we do not have our way, let's go for the low-hanging fruit drag government into it so that we can berate government but <laughs> this is needless and i'll be surprised if any anybody without a selfish parochial interest would accept that government has anything to do with it the police have a job to do let allow the police to do their job let allow protesters to protest let allow the protesters to do that within the law let allow the police also to do their their work within the within the law if government has anything to do or say with or for or against a protest, the government will say so. But to try and drag government into it is it's quite unfortunate, but that's the standard operating procedure. So I, I assume you have nothing then against the protesters and you encourage that they go ahead with their protests? Even if they are doing it within the law. But we cannot determine um, how all other institutions and individuals within the same democratic dispensation also exercises their mandates in the same democracy. But government has nothing, absolutely nothing. I mean, I heard um, Oliver make a point that they've had over nine protests and demonstrations under the same government, under the same government. So why would government have a problem with a group that is known to be a serial protesting group and a serial demonstrating group that where government has been um, tolerating, meeting, accepting um, petitions if they have any form for, 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 for a while now? Why would government have any problem with the same group today? Government has no problem, even absolutely no problem, with anybody who wants to protest. Not all Ghanaians agree with the position that they have taken. And that is why you will not have 30 million Ghanaians coming on the streets. But at the same time, you can't also um, stop others from expressing their views in a protest as, as they want. I mean, mm-hmm. the MPP is one of the political parties that is known to express our views in various forms, including protests and demonstrations. Mm. Thankfully, unlike it happened in the past, um, where we went on the street to protest and some of us were beaten and whipped with hostiles and all of that, 
we haven't had a cause to see any under this disposition. And I'm glad that you heard Oliver say that there were about nine protested. There hasn't been any incidents. Yeah, let, let me bring in uh, Oliver uh, finally. Oliver, so you accept, do you know, that this is a decision taken by the police and they were doing so in pursuance of their professional mandate. They will ask the court to make a decision on the matter, and rightly so. This is what the democracy dictates. Um, first of all, I mean, I, I think that let's be clear that even in the exercise of powers that have been given to institutions or persons, that they might do so in a way that undermines the democracy. There's never been any dictatorship that is lawless. In fact, most dictatorships are lawful. They use the law and the instrument of the law to be able to achieve undemocratic ends. That's what we are talking about. Uh, the other gentleman that came in working from the office of the president, uh, obviously, well, he's not privy to a lot of what is happening. So having just woken up, I mean, I can excuse a lot of the things that he's talked about. But everybody in this country knows that since the country first wanted to demonstrate on May 9, on May 9, 2021, it took us up until August, 4th August, having been gone through the same process with the police as well to be able to get there. That there were intentional efforts to frustrate that so many of our conveners have received consistent and persistent death threats from elements within, within the government. But that's beside the point. I mean, I don't want to dwell on the attitude of, of the administration generally that continues to weaponize fear in order to dissuade people from speaking up. Which is a conversation we can have another day. Today, what we are talking about is that the police employed a rule that they claimed that they were going to support and going to respect their duties under the law and failed to do so. We are clear in our stance that we always respect the law. The law is clear. Unless there's an injunction or court order given by a court that prevents an exercise or the enjoyment of a particular constitutional right from going forward, you are entitled to do so. That is what we are going to do. We are going to show up. We are going to show up peacefully. Now, whatever else that any person wants to justify police conduct, I mean, we are operating in a democracy. And I, I think that uh, subsequently, after we have ticketed at the, at the uh, house, we'll then go on and sue the police for this attempt to depress our numbers and also frustrate us from, from enjoying our constitutional rights. Oliver, thank you very much. Uh, uh, Miracles, uh, Abaji, I'm grateful that you joined us. And also uh, joining us as the uh, former ranking member on the Legal and Constitutional Affairs Committee in Parliament, uh, Inusa Fuseni. Uh, where do you stand on this? The protest is tomorrow. You've seen the police's own statement and your reasoning for it. Share your thoughts. 055-1111997. Ajwa, the online pitch for the new business account was in Sham. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.